What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Over Six Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Zach the Band of Burke, and with me is the Turf King, Cameron Charlton. What is going on, Cam? Just getting ready to do some picks. Trying to get over this cold. It is not COVID. It is not strep. No need to worry. It is just your common cold, but it's still not that much fun. As everyone knows, the man cold is much worse than the regular cold. So This is facts. It, 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 just trying to get over that right now. Looking forward to uh, just sitting down and watching some football this coming weekend. Yeah, you betcha. Man cold is international, internationally, universally known as the toughest disease. Uh, definitely. We've all experienced that one way or another, if you are a man or whatever. We don't take it very well. So no. we're just not as strong as our as our as some of our female counterparts. The it superheroes. That's gotta yeah, be. Yeah, must be it. Um anyway. Great day today. Uh beautiful outside in southern Ontario. Uh winter's arriving. Christmas is coming up. So we're gonna have we're uh, we're figuring out something to do for a podcast closer to Christmas that we're we'll come up with some sort of Christmas themed game or selections or something. Uh, we'll we'll figure something out. We'll we'll do something fun for that. Maybe we'll do the naughty list. Ooh, we'll do an NFL naughty list. Who's who's a either a fantasy player or just an overall team that's on the naughty list? It's, uh, I'll think about it. We'll think about it. Um. I'm already screwed up because next week they start the Saturday games already on the 18th. Do they? Yeah. We have two Saturday games on the 18th and then what? we get the two Saturday games on the 25th. The NFL is so weird this year. This is what I'm seeing on the score is we have the Raiders Browns on the 18th and the Patriots Colts. And then you have your Christmas Day games, which we do get. But and then that's it for the Thursday nighters. Then everything turns into Sunday and Monday. And you look Aww. at week 18. And you just love what they do on week 18 now, though. Like, pretty much all the games start at once. Way better. Yeah, I, I yeah, I agree. I am sad, though, that they that get, they get rid of the Thursday nighter, though. I, I do like the Thursday nighter. But starting next week, we have Saturday and Sunday football. That's true. Saturday, that I mean, that is good. Is it like afternoon games on Saturday? Yeah, four and eight. Oh, dude, we're going to, I'm going to get in so much trouble. Yeah, the partners, the significant others are not going to like that. No, not at all. This might be a, a you know put on a show and have it on my phone kind of kind of experience. I would think. Yeah, you're gonna be at like Christmas stuff because it's the 18th. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I have a Christmas party and there's gonna be football on. So wait, are you coming to my house on the 18th? That sounds right. Oh my god, there's gonna be football so there will on. Be football. Playing. Let's go. Let's go. Oh man, a little Christmas party, a little football. What is the over under at point five that we're gonna be allowed to put that on? Oh, we're 100% being able to put it on somewhere. Okay, perfect. Burke's, yeah, Burke's, Burke's Bar plays football. We do. We do. We do. Um, I mean, the volume is probably going to be turned down, but they'll be drinking. They'll be they'll be football on. I'm ex- now I'm really excited because, I mean, I was just going to throw the Leaf game on, but now there's football on. Are you kidding me? We get the chance to, to get the over six uh, boys together. Some of our friends of the show are going to be there. Oh, baby, I'm excited. Yeah. Are we ready to make picks this week, though, Burke? For what week are we in? 14? 15? Four, 14. 14. 14. This is this is the in most fantasy leagues, this is the last uh regular season week. So it's crunch time. Maybe touch on a few points on that. But without further ado, let's get to our NFL picks. And this is the over six NFL picks. Week 14 edition. Uh, picking all the games against the spread. 
probably do a couple locks again. Gotta get, the, gotta get that lock numbers up. All it's been doing is driving us down thus far, for the most part. No Miami, so the Turf King is gonna have to move up to another spot of the board. We're gonna see if he's gonna be successful in that. Cam, we have already made our Thursday night uh, selection on our recap show. Started off on Sunday at 1 p.m. Yeah, 1 p.m. on Sunday. The first game we have is Baltimore heading to Cleveland. Cleveland favored by two and a half coming off the bye. Teams do not perform well off the bye. Nope. Not at all. But Cleveland's last game before the bye was against these Ravens. So now they've had two weeks to think about it. This is true. This is true. I mean, Kareem Hunt's going to be back in some capacity as well, right? He should be fully back, I would think. Yeah, he should be fully back. He played, I think, he had, what, seven carries last game? So bye week, get a little more work in. He should be back 100%. Two and a half here. Baltimore had to play last week. I think I'm going to lean Cleveland here, go them to it, take the two and a half points here. I think they're going to win this game because uh, that's just what this division does. So they lost the last one. They're going to win this one. So two and a half, Cleveland. Yeah, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna go back to the wall. I'll take the Ravens plus the two and a half. I know it's on the wrong side of the betting line. I probably should be taking Cleveland. Um, I, I'm just gonna keep riding though. I, I just don't. Teams coming off the bye just historically have this year have been historically bad, historically bad. Um, and you've got a road team coming in. Road teams have been relatively successful this year. They they've won like 66% of the time, 60% of the time road teams won. Um and they're identical against the spread. Both teams 5 and 7 against the spread. Uh it could definitely be a close game. Um I know the Ravens don't really have any corner safeties anything like that kind of going on right now. They've got with their injuries, but Baker can't throw the ball, so that'll make life a lot easier for the de- <laughs> for the defense to know exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> Um, and I think Lamar is due for a bounce back. I think that's the big thing. He's a hundred percent due for a bounce back. He needs, he needs to get some, uh, his pound of flesh Ravens plus two and a half. Moving right along. We have NFC East showdown Dallas heading to the Washington football team. Dallas favored by four. I think the party's over for Washington football team this week. I'm going back to the Cowboys because I faded them last week. Maybe this is a spot where I should fade them. See, this is the thing that I have a problem with is don't they doesn't Washington and the Cowboys play like two weeks from now? Yep. Two of the next so, two weeks they play each other. Yeah. So like the next game we'll have this game to use as a comparable. So it would make it a lot easier. They'll probably split these games. I maybe. Uh I'm assuming Zeke's gonna play. Is he not? It's questionable. Yeah, if he's gonna play, he's gonna be limited, I think. They're still gonna run Pollard a lot. Pollard's look good too. Oh, Pollers look like the better runner on that team, actually. Like, he's not like that at all. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think the Cowboys, I think they, they, they've covered all year. I faded them. Um, I'm going to go back to the well. Give me the Cowboys minus the four. Yeah, I think they're going to split these games, and I think they're both going to be close. Neither team, like Dallas is coming way down. Washington's playing foot, good football at the right time. Heineke's been able to move around a bit. Four points at home. I'm going to take Washington football team plus four at home. Again, I think Dallas probably wins their home game, but I'm going to take Washington to at least keep it close in their home game. We're going to find out. Moving along, we have the Raiders heading to the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City favored by 9.5. That's a lot of points for a game that they didn't win before, didn't they? Didn't didn't Las Vegas beat them? No, I think KC did beat them this year, but they tend to always play KC tough every year. 
Yeah. Uh, give me Raiders plus the number. Like again, I know that they've had that you know their their injury things is not or problems have not been great either. But and the Chiefs, I mean this Chiefs defense is definitely better. But the I mean the Raiders do need it. They 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 need a bounce back spot here. They're sitting at six and six. They're not right out of it just yet. If you lose this game, um, then you're then you're kind of done. And if you win this game, hey, the division's technically still in reach. So it's super important game for them. Um, I don't think they're necessarily going to win, but nine and a half is a big number for a team that generally doesn't cover, especially like when they played the Broncos, like they covered, but it was close. And nine and a half to me just seems too much against a much more talented Raiders team. Yeah, like I think Casey's probably going to win this game, but this is a division game. It's going to be tight. Casey's offense hasn't looked good. Raiders defense has looked pretty good. So both defenses are Fairly good this season, so nine and a half is too many points in a divisional game, so I'm on the Raiders as well. Moving along, we have Seattle heading to Houston. Seattle favored by seven and a half, coming off their big win. I'm on Seattle here again. I can't bet Houston. Davis Mills is going to be in. Russ is starting to look more like Russ, I think, every week. That's all I have to touch on this. I just I can't trust this Houston team without Tyrod and, with an, and he's injured, so I'm definitely not trusting this team at all. I picked up Seattle's defense on a, as a flex spot uh, for fantasy. Why? Because there's no Tyrod, and Davis Mills is going to get smacked around, I think. I, I just, like, I don't think Seattle's defense has really been that terrible, honestly. Um, they've oh, been okay. defense has been good. Like, I, like the, their offense has been questionable, but their defense is really what has kept them in games. Yep, Even when Russ is sure. playing horribly. So... Um, I just, you're right. I don't see any scenario here where Houston can, can really string anything. Unless Davis Mills surprises us all, takes off his Nate Peterman mask and all of a sudden it's Josh Allen. Like, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to be able to do, but I like the number. Give me the Seahawks minus. Yeah. He had one big game this year, so maybe he can do it again. Moving along. We have Jacksonville heading to Nashville to play the Titans. Tennessee favored by eight and a half here. Just fade Urban Meyer. I'm just going to keep going it. I don't care the points. I don't care that it's Ryan Tannehill. Jags are playing for nothing anymore. So Tennessee still needs to pick up some wins. They're going to find a way to get that offense going a little bit. So Tennessee. Give me the Jags plus eight and a half. I'm going to keep hitting it till it hits. And I think this is a perfect spot for them. You're right. The Jags are playing for nothing. You know what that means? They've got nothing to lose. Right? Throw out all the stops. This is a kitchen sink game for them. Why not? Try things. Do things. Let, like, let's see what Trevor can do. Push the ball down the field. This, Titan, this Titans team, their offensive weapons are extremely lacking. And funny enough, it's actually this game could work out one of two ways for Miami. If they lose to the Jags, then they'll be ready to go the next week versus Miami. But even if they win, it's too many points. Too many points for this Jags team. And even though they got smacked around by the Rams, whatever. Don't care. Buffalo Sabre yet. Give me the Jags plus the number and then lock it in. Moving along, we have the Saints heading to the Jets. Saints favored by five here. Here's the big thing. Anthony. Anthony. Alvin Kamara is back. Not Anthony Kamara. I don't know who that is. Alvin Kamara is back for the Saints. He should be healthy now. He wasn't ever put on IR. He's missed five weeks. So now he should be fine. Coming off a extended break because they played the Thursday nighter last week. So we have Kamara going against this Jets defense. I'm all over the Saints here. Five points. Zach Wilson versus the Saints D. That's still been really good. No way. 
I'm I'm totally with you on this. I, I think yeah, Camaro's again could have an, a just a nasty week, and this always happens, eh? Especially fantasy wise. Like this happened last year. I think it was. I'm not sure if it was in the playoffs or if it was in the last week of the year. And Camaro went off. It was the Christmas Day game. Yeah, went off for was it five or six touchdowns? Something stupid. I think it was. I I don't know why I think it was six, but it very well might be. Anyway, he scored like sixty points, fifty-five fantasy points. This always happens at the end of the year where you're going to get a big Camaro game, and I think this is going to be a big Camaro game. Uh, Record versus the spread. The Jets are three and nine, uh, and they uh, and the Saints are five and seven. The Jets are a bad team, and what have you told me? Don't take the don't take the points on a bad team, other than the Jags. Give me the Saints minus the five. So moving into this next game, where do you go then? We have Atlanta heading to Carolina. Carolina <laughs> favored by two and a half. <laughs> I got to take a bad team. You got to oh, no. take a bad team. Oh no, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna make this extremely simple. Give me the better defense. At home, minus the two and a half on that bet on that two and a half betting line. That's who I'm going to take. So give me the Panthers minus the two and a half. Um, I think Hubbard is going to be a, a a fine replacement. He'll be a fine replacement for C-Mac. He was really, he was good in the start of the year. I know that you've got was it Abdullah behind him? Yeah, uh, Abdullah. They've really liked recently. But I think Hubbard like now's the time for him. Like I think he knows as well. Uh, I know that he's still young, but he's like, all right, I got to, you know, this is my big chance, right? This is my big chance. My guy's out for the rest of the year. I got five weeks left. Um, like, it's time to put the pedal to the metal. I think he's going to have a good game. And, uh, yeah, this Falcons team are just a bunch of posers. And they've won too many games. They've won, like, two out of the last three. Uh, I think it stops here. I think the uh, Panthers get back in the win column finally. Because when was their fifth win? Like, week six? Yeah. They've done like reverse Miami. Like Miami was one and seven, and then we won five straight, and then the Panthers were five and one or whatever it was, and then they basically lost out. So um, time for them to get back in the win column. Yeah, and Panthers coming off the bye here. They got rid of their offensive coordinator, so I think they're just going to find a way of getting the ball into DJ Moore's hands, into Hubbard. They're just going to find a way of getting these guys the ball. Cam Newton's not good, but whether it's screens, whether it's something like that where he can get the ball to these guys early and let them do it, We've known the Falcons are not a good tackling team. And again, just betting on the better defense at home, only two and a half points. I'm more on the Panthers as well. But coming off the bye, though, uh, I'm, counter- I'm contradicting myself and I'm also taking a bad team. It's all like clashing together where you're like, oh, yeah, there's three points here that say I should take Panthers. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but then, you know, there's also this angle. And I don't know. I'm sticking with my gut, though. Yeah. Moving along to the 4 p.m. games. First one, we have the Detroit Lions coming off their massive win. Heading to Denver. Denver's favored by eight. Ooh. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. But Jared Goff going to elevation, coming off that massive win. This is just the biggest letdown spots and letdown spots. Denver coming off a tough loss, but they're gonna they're back at home. Mile high is tough to play at. Denver is going to cover the eight points. Yeah, give me Denver minus as well. I mean, I there's been a couple scenarios that you know this year that I've looked at this kind of a spot and said, oh, it's a pretty big number versus a team who just had a really good game. Yeah, it's it's a total letdown spot. You're 100 percent right. Now I could see a scenario where they say, oh, like we've still got nothing to lose. We just got our first game. It bolsters the team. But let's just remember, it's the one ten and one Lions. That's not and that's it's not Jared Goff. And it's Jared Goff. Let's not kid ourselves here. Let's not get cute. Broncos, minus eight. 
Moving along, we have the New York Giants heading to the LA Chargers. Chargers favored by 10.5. My logic here, Chargers don't like the run. Barkley, we know, is talented. Chargers aren't good at home because they don't have any home field advantage. Giants defense and secondaries looked okay, so I'm on the Giants here. Plus 10.5. I don't think they're going to win, but they're going to keep this close enough. Yeah. I'm just not sure about the quarterback situation. Like, are they going to be able to score any points if they are able to shut down Barkley? No, but the Chargers don't shut down the run ever. They'll let well, you run all over them. Maybe they'll sell out this time. Yeah, we'll see. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm, like, right in between here. Like, I want to take the Chargers, but the Chargers have burned me so much this year. Like, they've burned me so, so much. But then i got to take a third-string quarterback versus the – give me – fuck it. Give me the Chargers minus the points. I'll go back to the well here. I just – unless – like, if Fromm has himself a really good game, great. If, if, if early – uh, the Chargers defense is able to turn, make them turn the ball over, then it could get ugly really, really quickly. Like, I really hope Keenan Allen plays, especially from a fantasy perspective. He landed himself on the COVID list, vaccinated, so he needs to have two negative tests. So we'll see if he plays. If he plays, uh, great, because that would be very helpful. Although last game, again, he had two touchdowns for, like, what was it, 12 yards? Yeah, 30 yards or something. It was yeah, not good. No, he's just, an end, he's just that end zone threat. Um Man, I'm like talking myself out of the Chargers as we speak. Now, oh, fuck it. I'll go with my guts. Give me the Chargers. Don't care. Moving along, we have the 49ers heading to Cincy. Cincy favored by one. Um, is Debo Samuel back this week? I have no idea. Hmm. 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 Let's have a look at what we're saying. So he's not gonna practice. He didn't practice today, so that's not great. Um, well, I'll have to see if he comes back tomorrow, but I, I think the Bengals, again, the Bengals are right there, um, in terms of playoffs. So are the Niners, like they're both kind of right there, but I like Bengals at home coming off of a loss that they really underperformed. I think Mixon can, can have a decent game. Um, Joey B can completely stretch it. 49ers, he's going to have a huge task with this team, um, I like the Bengals plus one and a half. I think they're probably went out right. Yeah, I'm just going to go on the Bengals here just solely based on I want San Fran to lose more. <laughs> and this game's going to be tight. So that's not very good reasoning, but uh, I want a better draft pick. So San Fran, start losing. Bengals here, minus the one point. So you really should lock up the Niners. You know, like, you know that, right? Yeah. That's what you should do to get them to lose. Yeah, probably. Moving along, we have Buffalo heading to Tampa Bay. I wanted to say Tampa Bay, which works as well. Hey, Tampa, Tampa Bay's Bay. fine. Yeah, Tampa Bay favored by three points here. Yeah, Tampa Bay minus three. Yeah, I'm all over Tampa Bay here. Bills with no Tredavious White anymore. Uh, Tom Brady's going to be able to throw all over this team. Josh Allen just still hasn't – I haven't been impressed. He's missing throws. Sure, him and Diggs might be able to hook up for some big plays. This is going to be a shootout. And I just like Tampa Bay in a shootout. I yeah, I mean all those reasons. I just think the Bills are just not a good team right now. I yeah. I, I we talked about this before. I just I don't have any reason to believe that they're a good team right now. Yeah, their coaching didn't adjust well, so I think they can get out coached. They can get outplayed. Everything in this game, I think it could be a shootout. Could be a good fantasy day for both teams. But I like could Tampa be a Bay really here. big Gronk day. Two touchdowns for Gronkowski. He's been looking really good. 
Yeah, that is the one part of Buffalo's D that has been still really good is their linebackers, so we'll see who lines up against him. But if they get Matt Milano lined up against him a bunch, then it'll be Godwin and Evans, but we'll see. Yeah, I think but last point on this, the Bucks are going to cover or they're going to get they're going to lose by like 20 or 15. Like I I don't see the Bills winning by 3, for example. It just seems unlikely to me. Yeah. Moving along to the Sunday night football game, we have Chicago heading to Green Bay. Green Bay favored by 12 and a half. Sorry Chicago, Aaron Rodgers owns you. So, Green Bay minus 12 and a half. Yeah, I'm on Green Bay minus 12 and a half. I own you. Yeah. Tovid. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, don't think happen. Tovid's going to affect Aaron Rodgers. Apparently he's been getting better. Apparently he's been getting better. Justin Fields is coming back. Maybe that'll... It's prime time too. So, I mean, Aaron Rodgers... I mean, Aaron Rodgers is like the opposite of Kirk Cousins. Anytime Aaron Rodgers plays prime time, he's pretty good. Unless yeah. it's, you know, the NFC Championship game and then he's not... He's so going to get it. Against Chicago here, as he said, he owns them. He's going to get out for the spot. So it's at Lambeau half, too, it's man. It's going to be cold oh, as yeah. fuck. It's going to be so, so cold. You're at home. The fans are going to go bananas as always. Yeah, like this is why the line's so big. Now, could the Bears backdoor cover this? Yes. Oh, yeah. That would be – like this is my only warning is, is the Bear like the Packers could be up by 21 late and the Bears get a late uh, – no, it's too many. Sorry, 18 and the Bears get a late field goal or a late touchdown and ruin it. But I don't know. That's my only caution. I don't, I, I don't think the Bears have a prayer of winning this game. Moving along, we have the L.A. Rams heading to Arizona. Arizona favored by two and a half in a big divisional game. This is it for the Rams. If they don't win this game, they have no chance at the division. So this is a huge game. And it's Monday Night Football, too. Like the prime yeah. time of prime time, the best of the best, supposedly. Um. Yeah, give me the Cardinals minus two and a half. Like, I just, I look at this and I say, okay, so, you know, they should be able to get after Kyler. Well, yeah, you should be able to, but you also should have been able to get after a couple of, of, of worse quarterbacks, less mobile quarterbacks, and you didn't. And the Cardinals' defense is extremely respectable. Stafford has not been good. His back hurts when he plays good teams, and I would expect that he may – does he go on the injury report after this game? Who the hell knows? But I like Carolina on that betting line of minus 2.5. Yeah, Arizona's mine choice here too. Uh, this is a big game for the Rams, and that's all it is. We'll figure out who the Rams are and what they have. They could have a massive game and win this because they were the preseason favorites in this division. They have the pieces to do it. I know they're missing Robert Woods, but this is a put-up-or-shut-up type game for them, and if they can win this, it puts them back in the conversation for the division. So we'll see. But I'm we did have, here. Yeah, yeah. We, we did have the Rams doing extremely well. We do have to revisit our uh, – at the end of the year, we're going to have to revisit our team, our rankings of the divisions and who we thought was going to do well and who was not. Yep. The, the, Eagles, the Eagles' take of mine has not panned out so well. Hey, they could still finish last in the division. The Giants just need to win a few games. Yeah, but the five and twelve thing is not not panning out. But what can you do? All right, we got to lock a couple games up here. Uh, I started last week. Which format do you want to do? I'm going to any way you would like today, Burke. Uh, it's like decide. It's like couples deciding what to do for dinner. We're like, oh, I don't know, whatever you want. We can. Two, two, I'll pick three. first, and then you okay. can decide to go snake or every other. All I'm right, that's, go, well, you're up first regardless, so. Yeah. I'm going to go Saints 
minus the five here. I just think they're a much better team. Having Camaros get it back, going to make a difference. Zach Wilson's not going to do much against this defense, so I'm all over them. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to my, – my first one, I'm going to do Seahawks minus – was it eight? Seven yeah, and a half. Seahawks seven and a half. So okay, give me Seahawks minus seven and a half versus the Texans. Um, I don't think this is like the totals forty one and a half. By the way, so they don't think it's going to be like a super high scoring game. It's not like the thirty five point game that were we, was it the Army game we were talking about. The over under was thirty five. Yeah, where they don't score any points and it's been under like every single time. Um, but yeah, I I just to to me. It, it's time the Saints teams wo- or Saints the Seahawks teams woken up a little bit and they're going to take it to the Texans with uh, with the neck Mills so yeah that's my first one uh, but I'll let you go on your second one because I don't know all right I'm, re- I'm going to go Tampa Bay minus three here I just think they're going to be able to score on this Buffalo defense without Tredavious White and I don't know I'm still not trusting Josh Allen just the way he's been playing recently in this year so I'm going to go Tampa Bay minus three at home I like it. That's a good one. And then I'm going to keep it really exciting. I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals minus two and a half versus the LA Rams. Is it risky? It very well might be. Uh, I just think Arizona's a better team. We just talked about it. That's it. I just think they're a better team. If if it comes down to a late field goal, Prater, knock yourself out, dude. It's 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 a game winner to cover. I'm good with that. I don't think it's going to get to that point. I think the Cardinals will put on a clinic and expose the Rams for being a not so good team uh it was interesting to see like odell getting involved in the game though if they get odell involved a little bit more then they're probably going to get worse right (laughs) yeah i mean this i guess they finally got a win with odell and he looked okay at times but we'll see what happens i still think he's a talented player but he's not as talented as he is an issue with the team yeah all right so let's i just want to talk about some fantasy stuff so first of all what happened for your fantasy team this year in our league? The over six sports FFL. Uh, when you're the most points against by 200 points, it's tough to win at all. I'm sitting fifth in points four, which is fine. I could easily move up to like third or fourth in points four with this one week left, but I am by far finishing the most points against. And when you face, I think I face the top score five weeks, it's tough. So that's really Oof. all it comes down to. Little little bad luck, which happens. That's fantasy sports for you. But some bad luck. And uh, having Camaro for five weeks didn't help. Lamar's been too inconsistent. So a bunch of reasons here. But, again, just most points against kills you. What is your – so are, so you're not going to get last in this league, though. So, like, for anybody who doesn't know, like, we basically just have Hopefully. a 10-team league. We have 10-team league. Top six make the playoffs. Top four go to Loser Bowl. Uh, we are using the Sleeper app. Great app for football stuff. Free shit out. You're welcome. Um if you got last in our league again, how sad would you be? Would you quit? Yeah, I just think I should just give up on fantasy football. Last <laughs> year I had, in the loser bowl, I had the most points put up on me all three weeks. The people scored more in the loser bowl on me than anybody in the actual playoffs scored. That's how bad it was. There wasn't so like, wasn't like one of the playoffs like, was like 98 to 80 in like the semifinals or something stupid. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and yet I'm getting like 170 to 200 put up on me in the loser bowl. So that's just the way it goes. It is tough. Uh, meanwhile, I made the playoffs. So that's good. With the Somehow. second lowest amounts points for. <laughs> I think I'm third at least. Aren't I? I don't know. I put up, I put I up some decent not, weeks. Not Come good. on. 
Uh, yeah, I am third. Some decent weeks. That's true. I'm third. I'm the third least points for. I'm not quite last. Not quite second last. So we're good. But I made. But just squeaked in there. Got some help from from Kyle Splash Cozine. Um, but yeah. So my other league that I'm in, the more uh, expensive league that I'm in, it's uh, it's coming down. I'm one of three to make the playoffs. I need one win, a median win, or a straight up win this week. And I need the other guy to get no more than one win on that as well. Can it be tight? I am sad though, because fantasy playing fantasy is so fun. Like this is like the the time of the year. Like honestly, like this part of the NFL season, we are on like hole fifteen in golf. Where there's you know, there's still three holes left. They they still got some time, but like you're running out of runway. And it's that, it's that point in the round where you wish you had at least nine more. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. I, funny enough, I why didn't I just say we were on hole fourteen? Because there's eighteen weeks in the NFL season. Yeah, that wasn't very good. That was terrible. What am I doing, idiot? Yeah, that... uh, anyway, okay. Uh, one more thing I wanted to comment before we go. It's a bit of a shorter episode, but it is the last week of buys. We're going to have a full slate next week, so that's good. Um, I heard that you're getting new wedges for next year. Correct. And you're getting some things inscribed on your wedges. Nothing is official yet. How would you like to share what you're considering putting on your wedges? I will not. I will I, not share this information. I heard through the rumor mill that it is a possibility that even though you haven't said it in person, that Turf King could be going on a wedge. Nothing's in stone yet. <laughs> this guy's playing like a politician. He's like, well, the thing is about wedges is you never know when this guy all right anything else you want to get to before we uh we sign off the next week no just a couple fantasy notes here this is a good week i've noticed a lot of teams dropped miami d don't drop miami d this is a good time to pick them up they play the jets next week in the first week of playoffs keep an eye on even if you're desperate like if you have some of these quarterbacks who've been a little shaky let's say the last few weeks like a russell wilson even some of those guys like maybe streaming to next week might not be a bad idea and you could probably pick them up for free right now because they're on the buy so pay attention to a couple of these teams that are on the buy this last week who have easy matchups next week and uh, pick up a guy or two while you can where it's not going to cost you any fab going into next week and if you know you're in the playoffs just start preparing for those three weeks start to look at the schedule in three weeks from now Look at the free agents, look what's there, and try and plan out your team a little bit that way. And again, Miami has a fairly reasonable schedule, especially the first week of the playoffs. One thing that I want to cut is there's two things. Number one, Adam Phelan confirmed out for this week for Thursday's game. That is official as of an hour ago. Um, kickers were on display Monday night in the, uh, in the Bills and the Patriots game. Now, this isn't going to happen all the time. But when you're in this fantasy playoff matchup, whatever the case is, and you have like a stud kicker and you know they're playing at Lambeau in December, probably not a good time to take that kicker because the weather is going to be so unpredictable. Take somebody playing in a dome. Like even if their points projected is a little bit less, not a bad time to take somebody in a dome because as you could see, I mean, they actually still kicked a few field goals, but they were basically chip shots. Um, there could have been way more field goals in that game if the wind wasn't howling. Like they're missing them. Who, who who's was it? The Bills that missed the field goal late that had just bent around the other way. I think it was like it was like late in the game and like it was like a thirty-five yard field goal and it just went ninety degrees. 
Yeah, it was, it was it was just messy in general. So there you go. There's my fantasy note. If you if you have kickers, I know people kick kickers out. Uh, any other fantasy tips you get? I'm in the playoffs, so I need I need some tips. Hey, I'm in the playoffs in my other league, so I still need some <laughs> tips and stuff. Yeah, I've I have Matthew Stafford on my roster, and I've still picked up Tua just in case I don't feel like starting Stafford, depending on what happens this week because he's against the Seahawks divisional game first week of playoffs. Tua against the Jets, I like that matchup, and I wouldn't mind a Jalen Waddle Tua stack. Ooh, that would be nice. I mean, you're not getting Waddle anywhere this time of year, but no, I have him on all my teams though, so I'm happy there. If you like the Miami stack, that's always good. So. Anyway, anything else, buddy? No, that is all I got for this week. All right. Beautiful. Well, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Over6 Sports, at ZachBrookOver6, and at C. Charlton Turf. Uh, stay up to date. We got some what we tweeting out this weekend about some football stuff, as we normally do. And for the Over6 Sports podcast, I'm Zach the Bandit Burke. And with me, the king of wedges and possible Turf King inscription. Thanks for listening to Over 6 Sports, and we will chat with you next week.